0: I uh, did not know that Richard Donner had anything to do with this movie until I was watching it right now. Um, At some point, I I thought I would have realized that that was the case. That's... Richard Donner, I guess he, he technically produced the movie, but not really. Well, I guess we'll get into it when we talk about the production of the movie, but... I just had no idea his name was attached to this at all. He's, like, famous from Superman and a bunch of other fucking movies. Um, But are you ready to go? Yeah. All right. Well, then, let's play it again, man. You must remember this. (laughs) Coming to get you, Barbara. What an excellent day for an exorcism. Huh? here. Here's Johnny. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? What's up, everybody? It's Stephen here. What's up? This is Jason. That's the first time you've let me say my own name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I thought it was about time that you, you introduce yourself. And uh, we're going to do a little movie called The Lost Boys, directed by Joel Schumacher, and quasi-produced by uh, Richard Donner, which I had no idea. Uh, original release date, July 31st, 1987. Like I said, the movie was directed by Joel Schumacher, who's made such films as this, uh, Last Boy Scout, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. It stars Jason Patrick, Heather Sutherland, Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, and Diane Wiest, uh, amongst others. It had a budget of $8.5 million, and it made $32.2 bucks at the box office. So it was quite a success um, for the vampire genre, and for the director and the actors involved. But uh, yeah, that's besides the point. Let's uh, start at the beginning like we always do, and... Talk about when we first saw this movie or when it first became uh, important to us. So this movie for sure uh, was introduced to me by a friend of mine, Jensen. Um, there was a... Shout out, Jensen. What up? Uh, there's a, There was a, an apartment, which was actually in Pomona, that the band used to live at. Um hmm I didn't officially live there. They all lived there except me officially, but I was there all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Sleeping on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was actually his family's
1: house? apartment yeah. or
0: slash house. Yeah. Um, and then they moved, and he didn't want to move. Yeah. And then so he's like, hey,
1: I got Everybody this place. Everybody move in
0: here. You guys want to all move here? Sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, fuck yeah. You know? So everyone moved in, and uh, you know he had a ton of DVDs yeah and he he introduced me to a lot of like older movies like mm. 80s stuff like like obscure shit sometimes and this was one of them i hadn't i had, I think i had heard of it but never seen it yeah and we we all would watch it like as a band like we'd like all watch these movies and and this one was one of them and we usually would always be you know drunk or yeah, high yeah. and so just like yeah like I would you would think you know like we were talking about on the tremors thing yeah if you don't watch a movie at a certain age you might not fuck with it uh huh yeah like I could see this might be one of those because uh-huh. it's like the you know the the graphics and stuff like they're yeah, not yeah, so yeah, great yeah, yeah. but like it was like yeah that wasn't the case you know yeah because I was definitely in my twenties like my mm. early twenties and maybe being high like made it better helped that yeah, yeah yeah and made me not all, it th- always does think yeah. about like how cheesy some parts are and stuff like yeah, that there, there's there's certain stuff like that that definitely being high helped me like yeah. understand better <laughs> but yeah so that's that's the first place i saw it for sure nice nice yeah uh yeah so for me fuck um i can't remember through what avenue i saw it uh i remember watching it with my older sister irene um a lot uh we would bond over certain movies and this was definitely one of them i can't remember if she like brought home a vhs or if we watched it on cable or something i think at some point we had a vhs of it because when i when i watched this movie like a lot uh right around i want to say going into seventh grade Mm -hmm. either going into seventh grade or or eighth grade because i remember going to school and my oldest sister had a um lost boy shirt with like David and and everybody on there like in their vampire form just like a little strip and it was it was their faces. Mm. And I remember taking that to school and being like I'm the fucking coolest kid at the school even though at the time like everybody nobody knew this movie cuz we were all dude like fucking 12 13 mm-hmm. and obviously I was a fucking nerd and just watched movies all the time. So I thought it was the coolest thing in the world and I would like quote the movie all the time and nobody ever knew what the fuck I was talking about, but I didn't care because I was just like, you guys are just not, yeah. you're not with it. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, just, uh, just watching it over and over and over again, um, when we're watching it today, just the opening with, um, you know, with Echo and the, I think it's Echo and the Men singing People Are Strange and it's either them or the church i can't remember but uh yeah watching that intro montage we were talking about santa cruz and oh, yeah. and all all that stuff uh, it just so it just reminds me of being a little kid and watching this movie over and over again it was it was really fun and ever since then i either watch it like once a year or like every couple of years and it's just it's always a fun movie to go back to really really fun um, but yeah, that's where we were when we first saw this movie. Um, now we can get into the cast. But for real quick sidebar, I mean, I know I already mentioned Joel Schumacher, um, but I just I, he's he's a strange uh, the director of the movie. He's a strange figure to me, and he re- he recently passed away. Um, so rest in peace to him. But. Strange figure to me because he made this movie, which I think is just balls to the wall, fucking super cool. We were talking about it downstairs. It's like if you were a teenager in the 80s and you saw this movie, mm-hmm. you were like, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Just vampires, motorcycles, MTV, rock and roll, like just mm-hmm. so fucking cool. And then he makes other good movies as well. Um, surprisingly, he made – fuck, it's, is it Snake Eyes or 8mm? Brian De Palma made one, and Joel Schumacher made one. I can't remember, but... I think Brian De Palma did Snake Eyes. Okay, then 8mm, um, which is a crazy movie. Oh, um, but yeah, he made that movie, and then he made uh, The Last Boy Scout, which is a fun movie. Bruce Willis and Damon Wayne's Oh, yeah. Um, Real quick... I gotta say, I I just watched eight millimeter like a year ago for the yeah. first time. I'm so glad I wait, I waited until I was <laughs> I in saw my thirties. I saw that movie at the at the indoor swap meet with my dad when I was like dude, like oh, twelve no. years old. Oh no. It was ridiculous. I mean I've seen some fucked up movies as a kid, but that one in particular, I'm yeah I'm yeah. glad I didn't see yeah. it as a child. Um he didn't know what it was about. We just went, we saw oh, it, and I was like, Holy shit. Anyway, um yeah, so he makes all these like pretty good movies, these pretty credible movies, and then he makes Batman Forever. Uh, the Batman franchise is a lot different from what people remembered, the Adam West story being like really campy, really lame. Um, Tim Burton makes it really dark and brooding and everything, uh, but unfortunately McDonald's can't sell toys that way. So they nix Tim Burton, they bring in Joel Schumacher, and he turns the Batman franchise into a joke. Um which I mean <sighs> <laughs> Jason Jason's Jason's got a lot to say. Get a little hot in here. But uh yeah, he makes the next two Batman movies, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. I love Batman Forever. Which still uh, I can't say I love the movie. I enjoy it. It's very um Jeez, I don't even know. It's it's just so campy. Well, yeah, but I, I still love it. I don't know. What about Batman and Robin? I I, I would say I love Batman and Robin more because it's just full on, on. the worst movie you ever made. Batman Forever also has one of the greatest songs ever. See, a Kiss from a Rose? Yeah. 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 It's like not even in the movie. Sh- well, but it came out at the same time as the movie, right? Yeah, it was on the soundtrack. It was like on the soundtrack. Shout out to my friend, Martine. Every time we sing karaoke, that's the song he starts with. Really. Time. Yeah. That's a that's a tough song, man. Oh, dude, but he kills it. Really? Yeah. Oh sick. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, so yeah, that's Joel Schumacher. He makes some ridiculous ass movies. But I will I will thank him because one of my favorite movies ever, uh, Mystery Men, I think is a direct result of uh- the two Batman movies that came out oh. right before the movie got made. It's its just over the top and campy, but it's like poking fun at those oh, okay. movies. So I, I feel like that movie wouldn't exist if the, those two Batman movies never came out. I think I've only seen bits and pieces of Mystery Man. It's not a great movie by any means yeah. whatsoever, but I find it fucking hilarious okay. for whatever reason. But anyway, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's Joel Schumacher. Uh, rest in peace to him. He just recently passed away a couple years ago or a year or two ago. Um. Then in the cast, our main star pretty much is Jason Patrick who seemed like his career was going to like go places and then it kind of just didn't. Um, Obviously, he's in this movie. He's um, in a movie with uh, Jamie Gertz uh, called Solar Babies that he did right before this and that's actually how he got her cast in this movie. Um, Also, like we said, uh, this movie, 1987 – Famously, he was in the sequel to Speed, Speed Two, Cruise Control, where they're on a on a boat. Oh man, Um, see that? Me and Jerry try to watch it. It's awful. Yeah, dude, really bad, really bad. Like, real quick, can I say something about shitty movies like that? Sure. Like, I want to watch all of them. Me too. I want to watch all the fucking terrible B movies. I want to watch all. I want to know. Oh man, you gotta watch this. You, you just can't do it. There's certain ones that are bad. Like, dude, you want me to watch The Last Dragon? And I'm sure it's terrible, but good terrible. You know what I mean? Well, it's... Hold on. It's not terrible. It's a classic. I don't know that it would be considered a classic. I've seen clips of it, and it, it's... It's it's, it's, a, it's a cult classic, for sure. No, there's a difference between cult classic okay, and classic it's a cult in classic. general. I... I it's a it's a funny ass movie. I'm not saying it's not funny, but I don't think it was supposed to be funny. Is it what is. I'm saying. No, really? it is. Yeah, it's like a fucking mm-hmm. full on comedy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if that's the case. Yeah, they're not they're not taking it because I always used to see it in the fucking martial arts action section at the movies. No, they're they're not or trying at the to video be serious. store. He was a real martial artist, but yeah. that was the fun of it that yeah, he's yeah. poking fun at the whole like. So it's like like, like uh, fucking inner city kung, kung Pao... Enter the Fist. Yeah, movie. it's like that, and it's it's and it's talking about like the funny like it's poking fun at like the inner city, you know, like you know a- African Americans like adopting like Asian culture in a yeah, way, yeah, yeah. you know, and taking it on and like and that's that's why they have them like that, and then they have the Asian dudes trying to act. It's like, like sat, they're black. It's like satire. Yeah. Okay. It, it's all right. It's funny. So anyway, Jason Patrick does Speed 2, 1997. Right before that, he does a movie called uh, Sleepers, which we mentioned oh, in yeah. our la- last podcast because Kevin Bacon's in it. That's a great movie. He's in that movie. Um, been in a lot of stuff over the years, but nothing really to the fame of this movie Mm-mm. afterwards. It's kind of all just downhill for him. He's great in this movie. Really like him in this one, but pretty much everything after that, just not not so much. Yeah, it's a lot of like... You know, underground, like, you know, like, uh, like under the radar type movies. Yeah, for like, sure. Like that movie, Narc. Yeah. With, I remember Nark. That uh, one. I didn't Ray even Liotta. know that uh, that was him for the longest time. I thought it was a completely different acting. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, uh, son of Donald Sutherland. He's in a lot of shit. Right before this, he was in Stand By Me with Corey Feldman as well, um, which is a great movie, uh, adapted from a Stephen King short story. Then he's a little, uh, little uh one tour in uh young guns 1988 and 19 uh 1990 which is one of my one of the movies i used to watch a lot when i was a kid also in 1990 he's in Flatliners, which was a funny movie one of my favorites in 1998 he uh called dark city he plays Mm. he's really hamming it up in that movie but uh god bless him for it Back in nineteen ninety three, he's in the Three Musketeers, where oh, yeah. every one of the Musketeers is absolutely American with no accent so whatsoever. Bad. I love that movie. It was great. It was great. Uh yeah, he's in a bunch of other shit famously on twenty four, Agent Jack Bauer, uh for a bunch of seasons. Um yeah. What are what are your thoughts on Keith Sutherland? 'Cause he Keith Because he's he's in a lot of stuff and I feel like he had a really choppy career. Yeah. Uh I like him a lot. Um I like his voice. Yeah, it's very very iconic. Yeah. His laugh in this movie is is uh, very menacing. Yeah. I mean he can play it all really. I mean he could play a good villain, he could play a good the hero. Guy. Yeah, that's true. Um Speaking of his voice, uh, the movie Phone Booth with him and Colin Farrell, where he's on the other line, like kind of tormenting him. Man, I saw that when it came out, and don't remember I don't anything. Remember much. It's not a great movie, but he, his his voice is super menacing, and mm-hmm. he's on the phone with them the entire Just time. Just like his his dad's too. His dad's yeah, Donald Sutherland's yeah. really creepy, yeah. super creepy. Um, then next up, we got Corey Haim, who passed away sadly um, in two thousand ten been gone for quite some time he was best friends with Corey Feldman, who's also in this movie i think one of his earliest movies is called lucas which is a movie oh, i, I, I saw in school and i really didn't like he's like a nerd kid and everybody mm-hmm. befriends him and treats mm-hmm. him really nice and i'm just like one that would never happen in real life at least not back in the 80s two he was annoying and i feel like he should have got ostracized yeah all the kids in the 80s were assholes yeah for so. sure um Nineteen eighty eight, he's in license to drive right after this movie. He's in Batman and Robin? He's not in Batman and Robin. Says I, don't, right here, I yes. don't know why it says that. He's definitely not in that movie for no. sure. Without a doubt. Um a bunch of stuff. Sadly he kinda got really into drugs and a bunch of other stuff. Him and him and Corey Fellman had a, a fucking reality TV show called The Two Corys where they like followed him uh followed them around and just fucking you know, they were famous 80 stars. There's a lot of that going on in the early 2000s. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he. I think he got back into uh, drugs and he overdosed, I believe, is what happened to him, which is sad. Um, But, yeah, he's great in this movie. His wardrobe is really out there. Yeah, I don't, Most of the things he wears in this movie, I'm just like, what the hell is this? The hell is this kid wearing? Um, but uh that's the costume designer's fault. I got a good question for you later on about wardrobe. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, then we got uh Diane Weist who is one of my like favorite movie moms. She's a mom in this movie, she's a mom in Edward Scissorhands, mm-hmm. she's the mom in the birdcage, she's fantastic in all those movies. Um she's been in so many movies. Right before this, uh they were surprised that they got her to be in this movie because right before this she just won an Oscar for uh Hannah and her sisters. She's been in a lot of great stuff um over the years. Uh one of my, like I said, favorite uh movie moms, but she's got a really small I part in this movie. I am Sam. Yeah, she's in she's in a lot of shit. She's got a really small part in this movie, and she kinda plays like a I mean she plays a mom, kinda like not uh involved in her kids lives i guess because she's got a lot of shit going on but i'm surprised that at the beginning of the movie they just moved there obviously they're living with their grandpa but she didn't even have a job lined up which is weird but mm. regardless um after that we got jamie gertz who like i said uh earlier to you is in this movie, she's in Twister I saw that movie first So when I when I initially saw this movie I just immediately didn't like her Because hmm. she's like super unlikable in yeah. Twister Let me that one um, Also in 1987, she's in the movie Less Than Zero, which I've seen A couple times uh, Pretty good movie, uh, Robert Downey Jr. It's based on a book by Brett Easton Ellis And she's done a lot of film and television Apart from that, but yeah That's, that's uh, Jamie Gertz, she plays star In this movie um, other than that, we got, uh, Alex Winter, who is famously, uh, Bill from Bill and Ted and yeah. not much else. And we got Edward Herman, who, um, is in a bunch of other stuff as well. Overboard. He plays, uh, Grant. <laughs> he plays Grant and he's in, a uh, Intolerable Cruelty and a bunch of other stuff in the 90s. But yeah, he's, he's Max in this movie. He's got a small role. Bernard Hughes, who plays a grandpa and, uh can't forget tim capello the that's right baby. saxophone player from uh the middle of, or the beginning of the movie but yeah that's pretty much the cast is there anybody else you wanted to shout out yeah there's one more but there's something i want to say about tim capello real quick okay go for it uh people think that he just was in only had this one song yeah and was just a guy that they got yeah he played for tina turner for years he did he's yeah. also in mad max 2 beyond thunderdome oh he is yeah tina turner's in that too he's like i know she's like in side it. chick yeah i don't remember side being in it yeah well there you go um apparently he's in a few other movies too yeah he's done like some stunt work and stuff um but yeah like very he's a composer you know mm-hmm. i listened to one of his albums i forget what it's called it's not that not my cup of tea but the song is one of the greatest songs ever written. It's a it's a it's a banger for sure. It's a fucking classic. It's a super banger. And his outfit is the shit. It's it's amazing. We were talking <laughs> we were talking about it earlier that being like a teenager, a young person, the '80s was probably the best decade to be, yeah, ever. A lot of chains, a lot of chains, a lot of leather, a lot of leather, a lot of spandex. Yeah, just it just seemed like a, like a super like hot, hot and heavy type of time to fucking. How would you dress if but, I? Oh, I would. That's my question. How would you dress if fuck? If I lived in the eighties, oh man. Let's say it's nineteen eighty six. Nineteen eighty six. Eighteen years old. I would dress like Lloyd Dobler from Say Anything. So probably like uh, they're kind of they're kind of like uh workout pants, a little bit with mm-hmm. some high top sneakers. Yeah, there you and go. like a big ass trench coat. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would definitely dress like Lloyd Dobler for sure. You'd have a mullet? No, I don't think I'd have a mullet. I think my hair would still be pretty. Like, or maybe if I had a mullet, it would, would be, it be like 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 permed. Yeah, permed. Yeah, permed up I would look spray. like I look like the dude from Holland Oats. Okay. <laughs> and if I could grow a mustache, I'd have one. Fuck yeah! Yeah. What about you? Um. You'd be you dress like a metalhead. Oh, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd have Jordans on. I'd be I'd be an '80s leather, metalhead. Yeah, leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and if I wasn't, then I would just be like a fucking '80s stoner with yeah. like like little ass shorts, like a midriff shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut off. Jeff Spicoli. Like, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. So yeah, a little bit about the movie before we move into uh, our favorite scenes and stuff. So I was doing a little bit of research, and so the the, the title, The Lost Boys, refers to um, the group of children that uh, follow Peter Pan around, that never grow old. Mm-hmm. Um, so originally, the original writer of this movie had, uh, had their script bought by Richard Donner and a production company. Richard Donner was originally supposed to direct it. Like I said, Richard Donner is famous for directing uh, Superman. He also did The Goonies that had Corey Feldman in it. Um, lethal weapon maverick a bunch of but mm-hmm. not Ma- top gun maverick but the, the one with maverick. yeah with uh, mel gibson um he was work he was developing this movie and originally i guess the the script was about like f- like the age of the frog brothers and of um of sam they're like 13 14 those were the vampires Oh, and the kids that were going to take them on it was supposed to be much more like the goonies where the kids that were going to take them on they were a, a boy scout troop that were like eight years old and they had to take them like take out vampires in the the city Mm -hmm. um but richard donner had like other like other stuff that he was contracted to do so he he had to drop out of the film and joel schumacher was brought on and he was like no we need to make this more like sexy and more fucking rock and roll and mtv just Mm -hmm. you know tapping into the era for For sure. sure Um so Good he call. so pretty much he just moved the ages of all the the people involved uh up a little bit and that's how they landed on, you know, fucking biker gang type type vampires and the younger frog brothers and Sam and everything like that. Um also as far as casting goes, like I said, Diane Weiss had just won an Oscar uh, for Best Supporting Actress. So they asked her and she said yeah right away. Um Jason Patrick apparently said no a bunch of times um until he met with Joel Schumacher like one last time and Joel Schumacher was just like trying to get tell him the tone and like what like what his vision was and he was like oh shit okay like I'm like I'm down um apparently Meg uh Meg Ryan was uh not Meg Ryan specifically but a Meg Ryan type was what Joel Schumacher wanted for star mm. but Jason Patrick like I said had done a movie called Solar Babies with her and on his assistance, um persistence, I mean Joe Schumacher, Caster, in the role. Do you um, know who they might have wanted J- Jason instead of Jason Patrick? I before? hadn't seen anything about that. Uh but yeah, I think he was like their first choice. Um Kevin Bacon? Maybe. Could have been. Um Kiefer Sutherland had just done Stand by Me and uh he took on the part like pretty quick apparently. But yeah. That's uh that's uh, the cast. How the how the cast came together. Um, the movie, like we said, is shot in Santa Cruz. It takes place in a fictional city called Santa Clara, if I'm not mistaken, uh, murder capital of the world. But yeah, it's um, pretty much. Uh, oh, that's another reason why Jason Patrick like came on. Uh, Joel Schumacher told him that the, he wanted the cast to have uh, a lot of input as far as the story goes and um because he like although he was he wanted that mtv rock star like vibe he knew that he's an older guy and everybody else everybody else is like older so they don't know so the cast the younger cast really had a lot of influence on how the story came together and the structure like of like what what it was because it seems really authentic to the time like a lot so um it makes a lot of sense Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of how the movie came together with the cast and everything. But, um, apart from that, what this time around stood out to you or like, what's some of your favorite scenes or lines or whatever? I like, I like in any, in any movie where it's a family moving somewhere new and they got to check the place out and they got to like, if there's someone there, like the grandpa already shows them around, tells them what not to do. Like in karate kid. Yeah. And I love when they come, when they get there, um, I, I just love that because then it like sets a, it a up. character be, being introduced to the rules of the place, yeah, and then like you know who's around and yeah, yeah, and then of course so you love that. Just, can we just go back home, to like to Phoenix? Yeah, which like, is a question I had. Why the fuck would anybody yeah. ever want to go back to Phoenix, especially yeah, in, if you live in Phoenix? I'm sorry, but dude, in the 80s there was yeah, nothing out there. there ain't shit. Yeah. The Suns, and that's about it. Yeah, they were good at that time. Um. But uh, yeah. Actually, I don't even know if they're. That's end of the eighties. Yeah, no. Um. But yeah, that was one question I had. What What else? What else you got? I just like that. Um. You see the grandpa? He's a weird, quirky kind of dude. I you was know, like thinking that too. I was like, I can't wait till I'm like a grandpa, yeah. and I can just have my own weird ways that the and kids ki- ever. The, yeah, the, the kids kind of have to just put up with it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Have my own shelf in the Old fridge. fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sick um and then and then you jump to the the fair you know the yeah the yeah show that's that 's one of my favorite all time scenes that movie. I was you know sitting down there, I think this has the most um the most like favorite parts of a movie that i that we've done so far um that yeah, the whole still believe music yeah. transition that them going out being young kids and then that's going on at the beach and you just get that awesome ballad and you see the kids head banging and yeah. that's when he first sees Star and she's like trying to ignore him but trying to entice him at the same time and you're getting you're getting that scene and then immediately after that uh Corey Haim meeting the Frog Brothers mm-hmm. uh you get the altercation between uh the Lost Boys and and that other like boardwalk gang that seems to be there that yeah. they don't like it, it's a really good scene yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's cool because, like, if you've been to Santa Cruz, I I almost call it Santa Carla or Santa Clara. (laughs) If you've been to Santa Cruz, like, you can notice a bunch of spots, you know, on the boardwalk specifically, and it's just, uh, like, you can see why they picked that place, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. just alone, Santa Cruz is a fucking weird place. It's insane. I've been, I've been there twice, two weekends separately. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fucking wild. Yeah. I never, I never even went to the, um, to the, uh, to the boardwalk. Uh-huh. uh one of my best friends, he was going to school there and then he graduated when I went back and it was a wild fucking yeah. place. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, my, my two cousins lived up there for years. Right. So I'd go up there and visit them a lot and, and always walk on the boardwalk. When Did you see any vampires? There was this one guy that was, no. <laughs> um. Any sexy sexy women entice you to follow them back to their cave? No. <laughs> Definitely not. I was like, look, baby, I've seen Lost Boys. I ain't following you nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> um one other thing I noticed well too. Uh these vampires are they're kinda weak, dude. You think so? Yeah. They're kinda weak. They die all weight all too easily. Yeah. Yeah. When you think of vampire strength, like in other movies, yeah. they're able to rip limbs off. Yeah. And they don't. They do in this movie. Well, when they finally I, I th- I th- write them, the, yeah. it's written in I, the part for them to I, kill the I, person. I think that that has a lot to do with, oh, it's because they're fighting the main character at this point. So they have to be a little bit more weak. Yeah. Because um, initially that first scene where they, where they fuck I mean, they ripped the top off of that dude's car. Well, yeah. I, I mean weak as in like, dude fucking kids like pull them. the trigger yeah yeah, yeah. no i know i know what you mean I, but, I was thinking the same thing too and then the other thing is uh they're the main characters they can't die i know yeah but, um at least get like slashed or something with their nails you know what i mean like yeah get, get some claw marks or something no like that, but, yeah fucking battle wounds yeah battle scars um the other thing was uh even though i like tim capello yeah and i love that song yeah um you know, those metalheads that are up there, like, if they want to be, like, really true to the era, this mm-hmm. is 87. Yeah. Slayer has already been out for years. No, I Metallica know. is already going. Yeah. Fucking, there's a bunch of other harder bands, and they're headbanging the Tim Capello. Well. And that, in the other scene, they're headbanging to fucking Aerosmith. That's, that's, that's the thing. I don't <laughs> think any of these people are metalheads. I think they're just fucking just teenagers trying to have a good time. Because I don't see, like, Slayer, like, fucking on the boardwalk in Santa Cruz, like, which just I mean, if they're throwing a show, it's a show where everybody wants to come see them, whereas this just seems like yeah. set up shop and put on a fucking performance. Yeah. I don't know. I I always think of that. Because cause... Even, even in, like, seventh grade, listening to that song, I was like, oh, I wouldn't listen to that song at yeah. the time. Like, I was listening to a bunch of other shit, but just hearing the song and just being enticed by the movie that's why i like the song if i heard that song on the radio i would never yeah. i'd be like eh, whatever well, yeah yeah you Same. know what i mean i i love the song because i saw the dude yeah exactly it. just going and i it was like going what on. and yeah. at first it was ironic like ironically liking the yeah, song yeah, yeah. Like, this song sucks <laughs> but and then i was like nah this song's tight it's nah, fucking- it, yeah and all his emotions and everything yeah. it's like still believe? I think yeah. the the most metal part chain metal part is the chains that he's wearing. He's <laughs> See, super buff. It just to me it it, it seems yeah, he's super buff, super oily. Yeah. <laughs> just fuck it. Uh, yeah, to me that's like pinnacle like 80s like what older people think like rock stars are yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Cuz then I think about shows like uh like Married with Children and there's, like, an episode where Kelly, like, wins a contest to be in a, in a, like, rock, rock. Is that the one where Anthrax shows up? No, it's not uh, that, it's uh, not that one. Uh. She wins, she wins a chance to be in a, in a fucking, like, rock video, uh. um, like a video vixen. And she goes, and the guys look the part, they look like Guns N' Roses and everything, but the music that they're playing, it's so like weak. fucking, dude, it's like, uh like, like uncool ccr music like oh, it's like God. it's like it's so shitty it doesn't match yeah not at all yeah. um but yeah that's kind of how i how i rationalized that part out but yeah that 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 whole scene is just it's epic it's really really cool um one of those things uh that i was gonna say some just some stuff that i that i um noticed was uh when he goes back to the to the comic book store, and those dudes just really want to steal comics oh, yeah. for some reason, they're like fucking thirty, but they want yeah. comics really bad. Uh, I thought that was funny. Uh, what else you got? Um, it's not it's not really something I noticed, but because I've always seen it in in a lot of eighties nineties movies that punks, goths, metalheads are always the bad guys. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly um, you know that's where they 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 call it they called it out in. Uh, and Stranger Things this last season, oh, okay. it's like oh everybody thinks the metalheads are like evil and whatever. Yeah. When actually the whole like all the jocks and everything, they're like yeah. fucking fascists. And, exactly, like, yeah, all that shit. Yeah, you're right. It's just like man, they get a bad rap they've been getting one. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just, they look crazy, but it's like dude, they usually they're, they're just like rebellions, yeah, and, like, outcasts yeah. and shit for and the that. most part. Yeah, yeah, um, they're just the 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 hippies of. Yeah yeah, era. Much, yeah, yeah, pretty much You know, the like Beatniks or the hippies. People don't and... understand them. They think they're weird. Yeah. They don't cuz they're they're you just know? not conforming to yeah. social norms and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's uh that's a good one. That's they, a good that's they, a good call out. They need to make they need to make a movie set in the 80s or 90s where some bad shit's going down and then there's a group of metalheads or punks that come and save That the movie day. that movie exists. What? Um I don't know. I can't think right now, but I know. I know it exists. I know. It's, I've seen it too. I'm, yeah. almost, posi- I'm almost positive. I'm almost I mean, going back to Stranger Things, yeah. Like Eddie, yeah, kind of helps save the day. Yeah, but like, let's get like a group of them. No, I'm. For, I'm, te- I'm, te- I'm telling you that movie exists. Yeah. I, I have it in my head right now, and okay. I can't. I cannot think of what it is. Um, yeah, like a group of outcasts comes and saves the day, yeah. and everybody's like, "Oh, these guys, kids- yeah. yeah, damn it." I'm gonna have to think about it. All right, I'll get back to you on that. All right. What else? One thing that uh, <clears throat> one thing that I wrote down was I'm. I wonder how long ago before this, and how by through what means the Frog Brothers became aware of vampires wow. in Santa Clarita. Yeah, what do they see? I mean, obviously people are going missing all the time, um, but they don't seem to have any like be aware of of max for one or david and and the rest of the Mm -hmm. lost boys uh but for some reason they know there's vampires there um which is which is strange um I, i would be very interested to find out like to yeah, to try and find out h- how they became aware of them—that's one thing. Yeah, and I don't think they had had seen one yet. No, because I don't, when no. they finally do see them, they're fucking terrified. They're terrified, yeah. and they're and they're like all their expectations of what they thought they yeah, knew they, kind of fly yeah. out the window. Yeah, um, pretty literally. Um, another great scene. I think um, there's not a whole lot to the scene, but it's just so iconic. Is uh. The motorcycle race yeah he's gonna take star out and david and the boys show up and crucial bike racing scene yeah he he automatically is like dude i can't beat you so yeah. chill and he's like nah, you just gotta keep up and yeah. blah, blah blah um pretty much playing chicken without announcing that that's what they're doing yeah um and then it comes to a head when jason patrick finds out that that, that he almost fell off a cliff and uh he's ready to throw down with david that was pretty sick just you just you dude that was pretty badass no yeah he's like he's he's down he's he's not fucking around you know he's been in fights where he's like fuck that yeah let's go motherfucker yeah i know for sure um and then immediately after that we get uh this was one of my favorite scenes when i was a kid and i would i like i said i would recite like this whole part and nobody knew what the fuck i was talking about but uh the the only noodles part, or like, oh, oh. Uh, how are those maggots? You're eating maggots, Michael. Yeah. How do they taste? Yeah. And he's like tripping balls. Yes, first. You don't like rice? Tell me, Michael. How could a billion Chinese people be wrong? <laughs> Come on. How are those maggots. Maggots, Michael. You're eating maggots. How do they taste? (laughs) (laughs) Leave them alone. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sad. Sorry about that. No hard feelings, huh? huh? Why don't you try some noodles? worms i mean they're worms tony they're only noodles michael that part was just really really cool to me when i was a kid because it's like uh even though the rest of the the lost boys they're not the greatest actors Mm -hmm. when when uh when Kiefer Sutherland's doing his thing and they're kind of reacting to like what he's doing, laughing at, laughing at him and taunting him and stuff, mm-hmm. it, it just seems to work really well. Yeah. And one one part that I noticed, individual, uh, the guy that they deem uh, twisted sister. Oh yeah. When when Jason Patrick punches Kiefer Sutherland, like you see them and they're like, oh shit, like what's what's David gonna do and yeah. blah blah. Um I just think that there's some good reactions from those guys in in certain parts for the most part they they don't really yeah. put on that big of a performance but um that's uh that's a good scene and then we're flashing back between uh that and uh and Sam uh which is something I wrote down here when we were talking about it is Sam gay Why because of the poster Rob Lowe Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's I mean yeah like, I had a poster with Orlando Bloom on it when I was a teenager, but he was, it was a Lord of the Rings poster. Yeah. And he was like fighting orcs and shit. Whereas in this poster, it's a very seductive looking poster of Rob Lowe hanging in his, in his, uh. Yeah. I just never really thought about it. And his wardrobe is kind of out there too. I'm just yeah. wondering if he's a, if he's, if he's gay. Yeah. And I think I seen like a TikTok or something about the homosexual or homoerotic like undertones of this movie mm-hmm. and obviously uh joel schumacher was gay as well oh okay um so i wonder if that's something that they slipped in there and didn't really maybe they were going to fucking uh explore it and they kind of didn't did joel schumacher have a hand in top gun no 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 that was tony scott he just decided to make that game on, on his I, guess, own. I guess i guess so <laughs> um but yeah he's got he's got the poster of of uh Molly Ringwald in his room but you know mm. i don't know maybe just, one, just wondering maybe yeah he does dress pretty food for thought pretty good for a kid his age. I, I was uh, dude his got incredible wa- fashion his sense. his wardrobe in this movie is fucking ridiculous i'm telling you um <laughs> but whatever uh so, like I said, we're jumping back between Sam and uh, and the Lost Boys and 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 uh, fucking Michael. And right after that's another great scene. Is uh, another part I used to quote all the time when he's like, "What's going on?" And like, oh, he wants to know what's going on. And then they, oh yeah, holding on to the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Perfect timing. What's going on? <laughs> Michael wants to know what's going on. <laughs> Marco, what's going on? I don't know. What's going on, Paul? Wait a minute. Who wants to (laughs) know? Michael wants to know. (laughs) I think we should let Michael know what's going on. Yeah. Marco. Good night, Michael. Bombs away. (laughs) (laughs) Bottom's up, man. this michael uh really fun scene yeah i I love that scene he's tripping out i like that uh you know they jump off and he's unsure but then he goes down and hangs anyway i already asked you earlier would you do it i wouldn't hell no um but uh i love that after the train's gone and he thinks they're dead or whatever, yeah. there's all that smoke and mist underneath them. Yeah. And you could just hear them, like, laughing yeah. and cheering on. It's just like, damn, that's really cool. Yeah. No, and then, yeah. obviously, he falls and wakes up in bed the next that, day. That just drop or leap of faith, man. Just I'd, I would have not let go the yeah. way he did. I would yeah. like, fuck, I can't see what's down there. I don't want to die. Yeah. In reality, yeah. I was telling you, that bridge is not... Even close to as high as they make as it they seem, make you look. yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's still high enough where if you were to fall from there, you'd for sure break your legs. Yeah, probably break your spine or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, I don't think it'd kill you. Is there water underneath it's, it? Or is it's it like, like a, a ravine? little. It, it's like a ravine. Yeah, there's like you know, yeah. It's the water's fucking what? really low. Fucking few inches. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's it's not it's not much. Yeah. No. That's that's uh. I remember uh, you go. You could walk on there still. You could still walk up there. Mm-hmm. I, I was there like not that long ago. Oh, crazy! Yeah. Um, you can walk across it. You just gotta be really careful because there's missing uh, planks. planks. Yeah, yeah, so crazy. Well, it's a it's a train bridge, right? Yeah, it used to be. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Um, it's at the end of the boardwalk. So if you if you start, um, I forget. I don't know what direction it would be. But if you go towards the end, yeah, where it's, it's it starts to get dark. And it's kind of – it's actually kind of creepy right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, or surrounding there, there's forest everywhere yeah. as well too. Yeah. And just on that side, yeah, it's just so dark. Yeah. And then you can see the boardwalk when you turn it back around. You can see it from there really sick. Dude, it's, it's badass. Sick. Yeah. Um, Next scene that's really fun for me – it's really short, really small. Uh, starts with uh, Sam taking a bath and Lenook the dog, biting oh, Michael. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when he goes to sleep and he can't get off the ceiling. Yeah. Um, funny story about that. Something similar happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so it was one of my friend's twenty eight eighteenth 18th birthday or 21st birthday. I can't remember. And sorry, mom, in advance for this. But um we were gonna go to Deja Vu, the strip club down the street. We had all everybody was 18 except for him, and, and as well, uh, like to say rest in peace to him because he passed away a couple years ago. But yeah. we and my ex girlfriend, him, and one of my friends, uh, AJ, who was on this podcast for, uh, for, and I'm just gonna say in advance, nobody else took part, wink, wink, except for me. Um, we had Salvia and uh oh god we were in the back of the car in the parking lot of deja vu and i had never done it before i don't think any of us had done it before and we we're like oh okay let's fucking uh, let's do this so i was like all right cool um i hit it and and they're like oh you hold the smoke in for 20 seconds and then you release it and you'll start tripping balls so i was like all right so I hit it Ugh. hold the smoke in, everything's normal, everything's normal, and then, as soon as I blew it out, like it seemed as if the smoke coming out of my mouth blew everything away, yeah. and everything went black, and then the lights started coming up a little bit, and at the time, um there was an episode of South Park uh it was like a three parter imagination land one, and there's there's this place called the Gumdrop Forest, and it's like. There's candy everywhere and a bunch of other shit And when the lights came up, I was there And there was like logs uh, kicked over Like carved into benches Mm -hmm. And in reality, I was sitting in the back of the car Laughing my ass off out of my mind And they were like, what the fuck But it it only lasts very, very little Like maybe a minute So I saw all that stuff and I was tripping balls And then I started coming back into Like the cabin of the car And when I did that, I noticed they were all looking at me And I was laughing And then, dude, they they told me that I was so convinced about this that it looked like this is what was happening. So I was like sitting there and then all of a sudden my hands went up and I was like, guys... I'm floating I can't stop I can't stop and I like slowly stood up and then like stuck to the top of the ceiling of the car and I was like I can't get down guys you guys gotta help me and they're like oh my god they weren't even high yet they weren't high they were watching me do this and I was like you guys gotta get me off the top of the car I'm tripping out get me down get me down they're like dude yeah they told me afterwards they're like we were convinced that you were floating even though we could see you standing there you would get it so like slowly (laughs) And I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" And then one by one, the rest of us did it. And then we went to the fucking the strip. And then we went to the strip club <laughs> afterwards. That's the best part is they watch you do that. Like, yeah, I want to do next. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was fucking gnarly. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, if, hold on. If you've never done salvia, don't do it. Yeah, don't don't do it. Don't. But do if it. you have. I hope you're laughing and thinking of your own personal savvy experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh this shit used to be legal and they'd sell it in smoke shops. Uh-huh. I don't think they sell it anymore. Uh, I don't know that they do anymore. Yeah, and man, it was quite a trip. Dude, every time was something insane. Yeah, in- insane. I can't believe it was it was legal. And then and then a few minutes after you've done it, it's like nothing happened. Yeah, like nothing. You're completely fine. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. It's insane. But yeah, that 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 uh that scene um It's fun because he's flying outside his window. I I love him screaming to his mom, and then Michael, don't listen to him, mom, he's crazy. (laughs) Blah blah. Outside on the phone, looking at him through his window. That that uh, that seems really cool. A little part after that, uh, just a quote that I love. There's a couple quotes um, when afterwards when he tells the Frog Brothers that his brother's definitely a vampire, and then what's his name? It's just like kill your brother, you'll feel better. uh that's a, that's a funny part another funny scene is uh when they're testing max at at dinner oh yeah it's pretty yeah. short but you know they're uh they feed him garlic doesn't work they toss they toss holy water on his lab doesn't yeah. burn and then they put the lights out and put a mirror in his face um so that kind of negates all their all their suspicions and then um Last really good scene, apart from like the end the end like little battle mm-hmm. is uh when David and the boys go to the lair. Uh not when they go to the lair, when they first reveal to Michael that they're vampires like one hundred percent and uh they eat those dudes over the fire. That part's super gnarly. Oh yeah, um, that part, yeah. It's it's all really fast uh fast um like cuts. But there's like they rip somebody's skull, oh, like, yeah. like freaking scalp off. Yeah, uh, they, somebody's arm gets ripped off, and then they throw it into the fire, like just to burn it. It's Dude. it's and and the the reveal when they're all in the tree. So that those were the faces that I had on that shirt when I was mm-hmm. in eighth or seventh grade or whatever. Uh, there's just like this hellish like orange hue from the fire in yeah, the background, cool. and it just looks like their makeup looks great. Their eyes are like super crazy. Um it's just it's a it's a really cool uh, little scene in there. Um but yeah, uh anything anything else that uh you notice besides those ones? Yeah, um like you know how each vampire movie has its own different little like pieces that they put in like in the lore or the mythos of being a vampire, yeah. you know that some don't. You know they yeah, yeah, yeah. add or subtract. You know, mm. oh, this doesn't hurt them. Yeah, like the but garlic. The garlic didn't work. Yeah, all, um, but holy water did. Yeah, and um, you know him. Him turning, like in the most chill way, drinking from a bottle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. you know they just like, had to get him to drink a yeah. little bit of it, and yeah. it was perfect how they did it because first they made him think the chow mein was worms. Yeah the fucking rice was maggots and then they're like oh it's blood he's like like, yeah yeah, sure drink it i was like you dumb bitch oh yeah that's another that's another that's another thing that i pointed out when we're watching it is when he goes back to see star right before they bang uh he's like that wasn't wine in the bottle it was blood i was like "Bitch, she told you that she (laughs) told you before you drank it what the fuck uh yeah but um and then also like he doesn't become a full vampire until he has his first yeah, kill. Yeah, first kill. Like that's new too, right? The, um, like, no, 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 no. Because they do that in Dracula as well. Uh, you you like either if you don't if you don't take a bite, then you're just gonna die. And then it's also an uh uh interview with the vampire. It's like, mm. oh, if you want me to turn you into a vampire, you got to drink some of my blood. If or, not, you're gonna just die. Well, that yeah yeah like yeah. you have to drink the vampire's blood. For yeah, sure. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, it's you're you're right though. Uh, uh, every movie has its little different quirks. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like werewolves or zombies or whatever. Yeah, you, some things work, some things don't. I always think when they add something new to or a little take to their stuff yeah. is usually pretty good. Yeah, same thing like with that. um with the uh, fucking vampires, which we were gonna do. Mm-hmm. Uh, when John uh, James Woods is explaining to the priest, he's like, "Crosses don't do shit. Garlics don't. do blah blah blah. Like all that shit. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's just sunlight. Like right. Yeah, sunlight and stake through the heart. Yeah. pretty much. That's it. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> that's yeah. No, you're right. That's interesting. Interesting getup. Um, I love the line. We tr- we trashed the one that looked like twisted sister. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty that cool. That one's good. Um and then I also love Cory Cory uh how much do you think we should charge Oh, yeah. <laughs> so apparently like, un unfazed by this <laughs> just the yeah. craziest shit. Yeah. It's like just, they do it all the time or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. Um so <clears throat> we oh we also were talking about their like their weekend at Bernie parents oh, in yeah. the background that are just sto- like just dead. Well, I was like, dude, it's almost like weekend at Bernie's, they just have bodies propped there so that the cops or like, oh, their parents are there or uh, something like that. But but they but they're in different positions. Yeah, I think yeah. the clothes change too. Yeah, but yeah, um, but no, the the Frog Brothers are are great, um, super duper funny. Uh, oh wait, maybe their parents were vampires. Maybe maybe they had to kill them. Yeah, but maybe. then their bodies would have like. Oh no, because David's body goes back to normal. Mm-hmm. That, that's true. Maybe that happens. Because even when they're when he's warning them, like, "Oh, some go quiet, some explode, mm-hmm. blah blah, like all that stuff it's it, a lot of questions me to be, yeah, to be a- answered about the Frog brothers mm-hmm. um I think the death by stereo death is definitely the gnarliest yeah uh dude gets fucking um impaled into the into the stereo and then electrocuted, and then all his limbs blow off his head, his <laughs> arms, and everything, super gnarly um. You could argue the the holy water in the bathtub is pretty crazy, that too. That good. It reminds me of RoboCop. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Even, even uh, Marco's death in the cave, uh, just so much goo coming oh, out yeah. of him. And then when he hits the floor, he's still just like screaming and flailing yeah. around. Super cool. Yeah. Super cool. I can't remember what movie it is. But they mentioned that, like, oh, vampires, even though they're strong, like, they're, like their bodies are, like, paper. Like, you could push uh, through them, like, easy. It's another vampire. I can't remember which one it is, but they do that. So, yeah, it's another, oh, just making rules on the fly type shit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that stuff's all good. Um, the, like, prepare montage where it's it starts with that, like, really, like, that song and they're, like, riding their bikes around town. And they burst into the church while somebody's getting married oh, yeah. it's all silent and they're just filling up their canteens. <laughs> That's a great part. He just gives a little thumbs up. To <laughs> yeah, and then just go no, I think he gives like a like oh, yeah. rock on yeah. type <laughs> fucking shit. And then uh <laughs> and then they burst out and then it goes back into the montage. Yeah. Uh, that part's really, really fun. Um Who the fuck is Laddie? And why is he there? I don't know. I always I always it's like, why do they have a little kid with them? Like it's weird. Yeah and like maybe they like that's not her daughter not her son though no i don't think so it's just some other kid yeah like i'm always just like why the fuck would that kid be there like maybe one of them like fucking bit him and then they're like oh we don't want to kill a kid even though they seem pretty mm. fucking vicious yeah i don't think they're <clears throat> above that or maybe fucking max was like you guys need a little kid in your ranks or some shit i don't know yeah. it's fucking weird but uh yeah all good stuff i love that at the end of the movie the grandpa's just like too many damn vampires yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah that's uh that's uh pretty much the whole movie yeah um is there any, anything else about the movie that you noticed this time anything you wanted you wanted to mention or point out before we do the final bit of the show uh no i just you know i think it's cool when uh when bands get inspiration oh right right i forgot we didn't bring this up death by stereo is a yeah popular band yeah um and they obviously got their name from From this from that yeah it's always good when it's like uh a good band that takes a name from something you like like uh i'm a huge fucking simpsons fan and one of the worst bands of all time fallout boy got their name from the simpsons oh really yeah pisses me off so much but what, what's the particular scene or, or episode uh, like, what is it? bart's like superhero hero radioactive man mm-hmm. his like robin is is named fallout boy oh because of the fall, nuclear fallout yeah, yeah. oh i get it yeah oh, okay um yeah i remember in high school when i heard that a band was called fallout boy i was like <laughs> oh cool and i it took me a while to like seek them out because youtube wasn't a thing and mm-hmm. just, you know everything else was all fucked up uh wasn't like today, but uh, I remember hearing them, and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> and and what's crazy is that I was into like not pop punk, but like mm. like emo music and shit in in high school. Yeah, and that band still sucked, and they got progressively worse. Like, dude, they had this one song that was uh, uh, playing throughout the NBA Finals in like 2016 or 15, and God, it was fucking terrible. If you're listening to this Fallout Boy, I hate you. <laughs> and I'm gonna die on that hill. Uh but anyway, <laughs> just put it this way, Abel likes them. You know what his taste in music is I, like. I I, I <laughs> wish I didn't. <laughs> uh anyway, ooh, I'm gonna tell him we mentioned him in this episode, so he'll, he'll find he'll listen to. It. Uh God. any anyway, uh that's pretty much the whole movie, like we've said. Um, don't you think Max is a nerdy ass, weak ass master vampire? I think that's his. I think that's his his uh, his cover. That's I think that's why he um, he got away with it so long. Yeah, but I don't know. I am just always like this fucking guy, and he's also not that strong. He's not, and then and then Michael's not even a full fledged vampire, and he defeats him. He doesn't defeat him. He kind of, like, shoulders him into the fucking giant-ass steak that goes in his... Yeah, but still, like, you, you would think... He, they got to wrap up the movie somehow. Yeah. It'd be cool if maybe the grandpa was a vampire the whole time, but... That's what I was thought, like, the, fr- the satiated first... satiated the, yeah. you know, the urge. That's, that's what I was, I was thinking the first time I watched it, because he, like, walks to the fridge all slow, and they're like, Dad... Is everything wrong? And then he comes out like all dark or yeah. whatever. And then like if you look at when he's drinking the, the Dr. Pepper, it looks like kind of reddish. I'm oh, Like, oh, dude. shit. Imagine if he had just his. That's, that's why, why he never, never wa- leaves. He never leaves. And then he never wanted like the kids to go drink his shit or whatever. That's why he kills all those animals. Maybe. Maybe. And he's drinking the fucking blood. But he goes out during the day. Yeah, but he. But did they specify that the first kill has to be human? No, they don't. Maybe there's a, there's a... There's a there's a middle ground There's a loophole. There. Yeah. Then you're like a half-breed or yeah. something. Interesting. Interesting. Dang. We cracked the code. We did. We did. <laughs> um. All right. We're at the end of the show. I'm a producer. You're a producer. Oh, sorry. And yes. that's why he doesn't want to go to town. Because he doesn't want to be tempted to eat To people. eat people. Interesting. You think he killed the widow's husband? Maybe. Okay. All right. Anyway. A a bunch of what-ifs. What-ifs. All right. So I'm a producer. You're a producer. We get our hands on this IP. Are you making a sequel, a prequel, or a remake? There are a few sequels to this movie, but would you want to, like, nix them and make your own sequel or what? I didn't even know there were sequels to this. Yeah, none of them are good. Okay. Um, I would honestly like to see a, and I'm not a huge fan, but maybe a remake. Interesting. Um, like I said, this is in like my era of like watching movies and writing every day and coming up with ideas for movies to write and stuff. I actually started writing a remake of this movie Mm. at like 12 years old. Um, pretty much started the same. I think I only got like 10, 20 pages in before I just fucking bailed on it. But I was like, I liked this movie so much that I was like, oh, I want to remake this movie and I think I could do it pretty cool. Um. So yeah, I probably would do the same thing Either a remake or like Maybe I was just thinking right now Maybe um, a prequel We get to see how The vampires show up in Santa Clara Yeah Like way before You know what? I'd like it to tie to the resort That fucking Yeah That breaks down mm-hmm. All that stuff See like 1908 yeah. Santa Clara Vampires back then That'd be cool too I was thinking about that, and while we were watching it as well, uh but yeah, interesting some good some good food for thought there, um uh, but yeah, other than that, uh that's the whole movie. hope you guys enjoyed that. make sure to check out the poll um for next week, the last week of October, figure out what uh genre we're gonna be doing there and what episode you guys will be getting um you can find that at play it play again man underscore pod on Instagram, and you could also follow us at play it again man underscore pod on tiktok as well tell your friends tell your family if you guys love movies and love hearing about movies uh this is a place for you and uh other than that we'll see you at the movies next week guys see you later later